Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. The chapter we're reading today contains the burning bush encounter that Moses has with Yahweh. Now, this is a tremendously important encounter. At this point, Moses is approximately 80 years old. He initially thought he was going to be the deliverer of the Jewish people while he was living in Egypt. Uh, He killed an Egyptian and had to flee from the Pharaoh. And he's been in hiding for 40 years on the backside of the desert, tending sheep. And so he's in the wilderness now, and he's about to have an encounter with God, who's going to send an, an angel initially into a bush, and he's going to speak through the bush that's going to be burning, but not consumed with fire. And the voice of the Lord is going to speak through the angel, and then the Lord himself is going to give Moses instructions about how he is now ready to become the deliverer of the Jewish people. So let's read Exodus chapter 3. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was set on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. Go. 
Assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, a land that is flowing with milk and honey. The elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. So I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go. And I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed toward this people, so that when you leave, you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask her neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing which you will put on your sons and daughters. And so you will plunder the Egyptians. So Moses was in a familiar place. He's tending the sheep of his father-in-law Jethro, and uh, he's on the far side of the wilderness, the Bible says. And he comes to Mount Horeb, and it's called the Mountain of God. Now, this Mount Horeb is very important later because they will indeed return to this very mountain to worship the Lord. So there, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that the bush was on fire and it didn't burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Now, I believe I would have done the same thing. I believe you would have done the same thing. Now, perhaps this bush had been burning there day after day, year after year, waiting for Moses to take notice. We don't know for certain, but we do know this. In verse 4, the Bible says, When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush. Now think about that. God may have been waiting for Moses to turn aside and go over to take a look. He may have been sitting there patiently day after day, or the angel may have been there day after day, waiting for Moses to respond to this supernatural burning bush. But Moses was headed somewhere. He was busy with the cares of life. He was taking care of his sheep. He was going about his business. He wasn't looking for God on this mountain. And yet, when he saw the bush burning, he turned aside. And the Lord, once he saw Moses turn aside, the Lord called to him from the bush. He called Moses, Moses, and Moses responded to him, Here am I. The Lord said, Don't come any closer. Take off your sandals, for the place where you're standing is holy ground. Now, why was it holy? Because the Lord was there. The Lord spoke now in first person. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And so remember, we had had the covenant with Abraham that had been passed down to Isaac, later to Jacob, and then Jacob's descendants. And now we are 400 years later, and the Lord is calling Moses out and about to give him a task. And so in verse 10, the Lord says to Moses, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And Moses begins to make excuses. In verse 11, he says, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? In other words, Moses had no confidence in himself. Remember, he had to flee Egypt 40 years prior 
He's been out uh, as a sheep herder in the woods for 40 years, kind of minding his own business. And now he's been given this monumental task by the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to go and free the Hebrew slaves from the most powerful monarch on earth. And so Moses makes an excuse, and God tells him, I'll be with you, and this is a sign that when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship on this very mountain. So he tells him, gives him a future preview of what's going to happen. That's why he met him on this mountain. He's going to bring them back to this mountain. And so Moses continues to say to God various excuses. Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? Now, friends, the response to this is very significant. God said to Moses, I am who I am. Let's just stop right there. I am who I am. This was his response to what is his name? What's your name? What shall I tell them is your name? And he said, I am who I am. Now, there was an ancient Jewish commentator in the first century when Christ was born. His name was Philo the Jew. He was not a Christian. But he had a comment about this exchange. He said, only created things have need of a name, and Yahweh, the God who is uncreated, has no need of a name. He is simply who he is. And so all of us within creation need names, but the one who stands outside of the created order has no need of a name. He is unique. And in identifying himself as I am who I am, Philo the Jew saw God saying, I am far beyond Anything you know or you recognize, I am a self-becoming being that has no need of names or titles or anything within your existence. But so that you can recognize me, say that I am has sent me, Moses, to go to the children of Israel and also say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. So they would recognize this I am by the fact that he's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. This was his introduction to Moses and the introduction Moses was to use. And so what is God's plan? Moses is told to gather the elders of Israel. They'll listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us, so let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But the Lord told Moses that Pharaoh won't agree to that unless he's compelled. And so he says, I'm going to confirm my will and my word by striking the Egyptians with all kinds of wonders. And this, of course, is the preview to the plagues. And then after that, they will not leave Egypt empty-handed. They're going to go with um, silver and gold and clothing, and they're going to plunder the Egyptians. And so this encounter, the revelation of the one true God to Moses, is the start of the deliverance of Israel from Egypt. And I just want to pray over this. Lord, we recognize that this was a unique encounter that Moses had with you. But Lord, we also pray that we each might have an encounter with you, the living God. We recognize that you are indeed the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And you're the God of Moses. Lord, we pray that you would be our God as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. 
We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.